What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to your source for fantasy hockey news. It's Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Steel and Flip. We are back, baby, with another jam-packed episode full of all the fantasy takes and news that you need, including a special focus on Keeper Dynasty Leagues today. Thank you for joining us. Let's get this money. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And thank you for joining us for the Thursday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Steele and I are here for y'all and hopefully... We've seen the comments, but hopefully everyone out there has made a little bit of money this year tuning into this podcast, and we are just getting warmed up, baby, including on today's episode. We got big-time bets ready to go for Thursday's boards deal. A juicy one, honestly, I believe. What are we at here? 11-game betting board. We got picks out the door, and today we're taking a look. We're having a casual conversation. We're going to talk about our fantasy leagues, our fantasy teams, And a focus on Keeper Dynasty with how we are doing, how I'm doing, and some players that I think some GMs can really get under the radar and set yourself up nicely for next season. And that's where I want to start today's conversation, Steele. How has your year been overall? I know you are a new joiner to the Keeper Dynasty side of things. You've been doing fantasy for a number of years. How's it going? What's your takes? Hit me with what you're seeing because I also have a recent trade that I made right ahead of the deadline in my league that I want your take on. So how are you doing? What's your feeling on these dynasty leagues? Yeah. You know, I'm in three different, uh, three different leagues right now. The one that I've been a part of for the last decade uh, is the, it's the first time I'm missing the playoffs. So that one stings a little bit. Then we've got our fan listener league as well. And that one I'm doing. Okay. Sixth place right now, uh, last week before the playoff start uh, in fantasy league. And, but the keeper dynasty league is actually the one that I'm most excited about. It's my first nice. year being in this keeper dynasty, uh, keeper dynasty league. And um, yeah, just kind of going through the process of actually having draft picks. I'm, you know, figuring out which players I'm going to be keeping for next year. I believe we're able to keep six players. Our playoffs actually just started this week as well. I ended up finishing. Uh, I, I ended up finishing in seventh place, so it wasn't too bad. I had a, I think it was like a, a, a eleven and eleven record overall, so I finished at five hundred okay. uh, win percentage. But that's the, that's the difficulty thing right now. I'm in the playoffs. I'm going up against the second best uh, team in the fantasy league, and I'm also trying to process of who I want to keep on my team for next year. I've also acquired a lot of first and second round picks, so I love my spot I'm in. I'm actually in the lead right now in the matchup, but I've got a couple players that, you know, there's always, there's some obvious keepers that I'm keeping. Jason Robertson is, is mm-hmm. one of them. Um, you know, Mika Zibanejad is one of them that I'm obviously keeping. I'm, I'm throwing my goalies out the window. I'm not keeping any of those guys, but <laughs> you know, I do want to ask you this before you know, we go over to your trade. I've got Patrick Kane. I've got Bo Horvat who I've mm-hmm. been kind of tossing and turning. Do I keep both those players Patrick Kane, I'm leaning towards yes, because he's on the New York Rangers now and he's back right. with the, the Breadman or Temi Panarin. And then Bo right. Horvat, he's just had such an unreal season, but can he keep that going next year, you know, with the New York Islanders? You know, hopefully Matthew Barzell is obviously he's gonna be healthy for next season as well. Mm-hmm. But can he continue that success next year? So I'm on the fence with Bo Horvat right now. 
honestly, Steele, that's a tricky situation for a tricky situation for a couple of reasons because I believe is Patrick Kane's contract up at the end of this season or next season? It's e- it's either the end of this season or next season. It's one of those, but even even if it is up at the end of this season, I think he'll still re-sign with the New York Rangers. They'll have to play around with yeah, the money a little bit. They'll have to play around with sense. the money. Um, but th- it's most likely that he he re-signs with the Rangers. I don't know where else he would want to re-sign or which team he would want to re- uh, to sign with. Yeah, no, for sure. And I guess that's just kind of where I'd be tied to with if he stays in New York with Redman, we've seen the connection that those two have, and it's actually really special. And to see it translate over to different franchises and actually different conferences and totally different styles of play, I would definitely consider keeping Kane. He is a unrestricted free agent at the end of this season, Steel. Shout out to Cap Friendly. So that would make me a little wary, just a little bit. But sorry, Kane, and what was the other option? Uh, Bo Horvat. See, here, here, here are my, yeah. Here, here are like the seven to eight because we're only allowed to keep six players. So I'm trying to figure oh, out really? who I'm. Who my I'm, keeper league, yeah, we keep twelve. Oh, you keep tw- yeah. I think it's only six for the first year, and then next year I think it goes up to eight, something along those lines. Okay. And it's our first okay. year doing this league, but you know, I've got Claude Giroux. He's been absolutely fantastic. Obviously, Jason mm. Robertson. I'm keeping him. I've got Jake Gensel. I'm probably keeping him as well. I've got Andre Kuzmenko on my team. I picked him up off the waiver wire the other day, so he could be another mm, keeper potentially. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, Patrick Kane, like I said, Bo Horvat, Mika Zibanejad. I've got Rasmus. Zibanejad's Anderson, a for sure keeper for me. Yeah, he's Steel, a he's sure. a for sure keeper. So there's at least five players I'm for sure keeping. It's just a toss up between you know. I've also got Logan Couture. I could probably drop Logan Couture Tough. and then just you uh, know, yeah. drop him right away, but. Logan Logan Couture has been a very underrated player. 24 goals, 34 assists, mm-hmm. 161 shots, 111 hits, 61 blocks. He does everything. I know he's a little bit older, but he's been very, very solid for me. I can't disagree. Uh, the thing <laughs> with Bo Horvat is I sold high on him this year. I don't know if we talked about it on the show and broke down the trade where I did. Yeah, we did a little bit. We did a little bit. So, like, for me, when a guy steps out like Bo Horvat, it's usually I look at it can he replicate the best season that he has ever had when you have not been there before? Bo Horvat is just one of those guys though, that you and I can agree. He is a good player in all aspects of hockey. So if anyone can do it, it's a guy like that, but honestly, steel, maybe I, that's a really tough one. If I'm being honest, I would probably lean to keeping Kane just because of that chemistry. And now he doesn't have to be the guy. Right, he can be that secondary. It's Zabanajad, it's Panarin, you know, it's all those guys in the exactly. mix. It's their team. So the upside with Kane, uh, it's just so hard to get away from. I would probably lean Kane before we get to some of our top under the radar keeper dynasty players that we think some of the GMs out there should be focusing on this year that you can't get a leg up on your league. We're going to get there. We're going to get to big time bets, of course, very quickly. And I want to hear the comments from the listeners on my trade. The deadline just passed in my keeper dynasty league. We're in year 11. Shout out to the hoot. It's a very serious league. I traded away. Vili Huso, a first round pick. William Nylander and Adrian Kempe. And just very quickly before I move on to what I got back, if you don't believe in what we've been saying, 
How many times do I come on this show about all those players, Steele, right? So this yeah. isn't a joke for us. Steele and I take this serious. I think I've come on here and say all of those players are worth adding because I do it myself. In return for Steele, and you're going to laugh at this maybe, Cole Perfetti, Seth Jarvis, a second-round pick. But this is where I think I won the trade. Jake Ottinger and Victor Hedman coming my way. And I know Victor Hedman is having a down year, but defensemen who put up the category points that he does, he is still so worth it. So I'll repeat it quick. Yeah. Who so? A first, Nylander and Kempe. Going the other way, I bring in Perfetti, Hedman, Jarvis, Ottinger, and a second rounder. I'm looking to the future a little bit, Steel, because I am yeah. in seventh spot out of 16 in this league. But hit me with your take on that deal. Yeah, you look, obviously you're getting those two young boys of yours, Seth Jarvis and Cole Perfetti. Close I think to the it's heart. a little it, 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 for me, it's a little tough just because okay. you know, losing losing a guy like William Nylander and a guy like Adrian Kempe, who you've been so high on for the for the last year as well. Yeah. Two goal scorers, two guys that are like really just blossoming uh, in their career right now. So it's tough to lose those those players. And I know you and I have talked a lot about Billy Huso and how great he's been. And obviously kind of taking growing the reins pains, over though. He's growing pains, pain. a little bit of growing pains. Cause obviously there's, it's still a rebuilding team for the Detroit Red Wings, right, right. but that's, that's the, where you win. I think you get Jake Ottinger in yes. return. He's an yeah. absolute stud. So yeah. yeah, you get Jake Ottinger, the better goalie in this deal. You get a second round pick, you get two young studs. I think that, again, you're looking to the future. I'm not sure how long it takes for Cole Perfetti and Seth Jarvis to really get there. I think overall, I think overall it's a pretty fair. I think it's a pretty fair trade at the end of things. But losing Willie Nylander, losing Willie Nylander, you know, on the season he's having right now is a little bit of a tough soak. Sell high for me again, Steele. And look, yeah. sometimes in fantasy leagues, and this is what I was thinking about when I was coming on to today's show is. You have to remember what you gave up to get some of these players, right? Yeah. Like how much are you invested? Because in these leagues, if you have sold off some picks, you've sold off some, because even in my league on fan tracks, we use fan tracks as the platform. You can not only trade picks and players, you can trade your auction dollars, your free agent budget dollars mm -hmm. in these deals. So if you really invested into players, that makes it harder to me. I got Adrian Kempe in a late round two drafts ago. I'm okay to let him go as a part of this package. I'm taking a risk on two young players that I think are right there on the cusp. One of the best goalies in the league and Victor Hedman. Bounce back here coming up. That's what I'm banking on. Risky though, Steele, and that's what you have to do in these leagues. Bets yeah. coming up. More breakdowns for some fantasy keeper. Dynasty players you want your eye on. But you need your eye on FanDuel Sportsbook because today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. And we've hit the midway point of the NBA season. And it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet for up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, easy to use. And they let you bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained, double, double, triple doubles. Who wins the tip? Everything that you want to sink your teeth into. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet for up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform. So please hit the subs- hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button. Flip and I appreciate all the love, all the support our listeners show us every single day, Monday through Friday. We love you guys out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Flip, deeper dynasty leagues. That's the topic mm-hmm. for today's episode. Yep. I absolutely love this conversation because it's going to help too. me, you know, being a first time, a first timer in a keeper dynasty league. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out what players I'm keeping. Yeah. And there's also, again, like you just said, there's a lot of underrated guys. And obviously mm-hmm. it depends on what your league setting are, settings are and how yeah. many players you're actually allowed to keep. Like I said, mm-hmm. for my first time in this, uh, this league and first time the league just being created, we're only allowed to keep six players, I believe. I know next year I think it goes to eight, but again, depends on your league settings. Your your, uh, your league, you're allowed to keep 12, but there's a lot of guys that are underrated, yeah. looked overlooked as well that would be very, very valuable in keeping mm-hmm. on your roster. So let's start with yeah. that conversation, shall we? I would love to because sometimes, and I think this is the angle that's perhaps most important for GMs that are in this position There's a lot of guys and girls and people out there that are going to be out of the running, right? You're done. So now you need to really focus on optimizing your roster for next season. And I've mentioned, you know, every league is a bit different. My cutoff for trades and ads was just this past Sunday. So it depends on what you can do, basically. But if there's an opportunity that you can go out there and add some guys that are going to, I think, explode next season... You're going to get the leg up on at least hopefully moving up in that league. I don't know if you're going to go from the bottom to the top in one year. It's tough to do. But I'm looking at a few guys steal under the radar, and I'm actually going to start with someone who is more of a name. And let me explain why I think if you can, and probably depending on how many teams are in your league, it'll be tough. Carter Hart. It was said today by Elliot Friedman that Carter Hart is going to be out there for trades this offseason. And that makes my sensors go off. And that's Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. So that's a legitimate rumor. If Carter Hart gets to go to a situation with even, I'm going to say any team he goes to is going to be a better defensive team than the Flyers, even though they have played a lot better. I think keeping Carter Hart where you might not have kept him before if you have a really good goaltender or two, to me now steal Carter Hart after that news that came out today, that makes him a very intriguing keeper dynasty piece yeah. because I haven't even thought about what teams maybe throw it around for a second. How about the Ottawa senators who badly need a goalie? How about that for a little tidbit there? I'm just saying he goes to a good team. Carter Hart immediately goes into the top 15 in fantasy goalies, maybe top 10 because I like this kid a lot. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I did hear that the other day that the Philadelphia flyers are waiting until the off season to really start being aggressive with some of their with uh, with some of their trades and moves for the future, and obviously mm-hmm. everyone knows now Chuck Fletcher was just fired the other day. Gonzo, uh, yeah, Dan- Gonzo. D- Daniel Daniel Briere, you know, a good old Philadelphia Flyer uh, player in the past. He's taken the uh, interim general manager role yeah. right now, so I'm excited to see if Carter Hart is on the move then that would be very, very interesting. Mm. I'm trying to pull up their... Yeah. I thought their, you'd like you that know, one. Their goaltending prospect. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up their goaltending prospects right now uh, and what they've got on the season. Look, there's Good Samuel Urson. Yeah, there's Samuel Well, Urson they had that kid. And, Who was that kid that went? Yeah, Urson. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah, Samuel Urson, and they've got Felix Sandstrom. Uh, those two goalies. I know they've really liked Urson. Mm, yeah. Urson's played okay, but Sandstrom is a he, one he's ten and great, one. Yeah. So I don't know Ooh. if they do end up trading Carter Hart. I'm not sure what their goalie prospect situation is going to look like, but they could probably get a fair hey, amount. Blow of it up, Steel. Yeah, they're going to have to. It all the team, up, the baby. team. This is what I hey. told you, John. It's the John Tortorella effect. Yeah. It's the John Tortorella effect. This is uh, what he does to teams. Yeah, let's not he, go down. We're having a positive that. episode. Yes, that's true. That's true. We're having a positive episode. We don't need to go to the Tortorella vibes. If you don't <laughs> mind, though, and I'm going to just let you reel off your guys in a sec, because I do have a player from this team. Don't mind. I'll answer you with my take on this guy very, very yeah. quickly. What I've seen from Noah Cates, and I know you and I have never spoken about this player together. Sneak player for me 27 goals six or 27 points in 67 games and he just looks really good steel and he's up there i think this year in rookie scoring he's 27 points i know he's in the top 10 and so far back from veneers and mctavish but he's yeah. in the top 10 in rookie scoring and i don't think anyone's giving this kid any love and there's going to be a bound of opportunity for this guy in Philadelphia, I like his game. That's another guy I just wanted to mention. If you're looking for a little roll of the dice on a young player, thank me next year when this guy's got 60 points. Just throwing that out there. Look, there's there's a lot of guys on the Philadelphia Flyers that I like. We've talked about Morgan Frost a little bit. I know you really like Owen Tippett yes, as well. Uh, Owen Tippett I is a guy. Frost Owen well. Tippett is a guy I'm looking at for next season's draft. You know, in the later stages, mm. even a guy like Scott Lawton, who I didn't think would be that much of a difference maker this year, but he has been a difference maker. I know, obviously, the Flyers are still a very bad team, but he's been one of the uh, highlights of their team, along with some of those other guys. Mm. So, a couple of young guys on the yep. Flyers right now that I'm going to keep my eyes on for next year's fantasy draft. But uh, Noah nope. Cates as well, like you said, a guy who's kind of been slipping under the radar, and you know, now that we're talking about him. Definitely going to keep an eye on him, too. Appreciate that. And there is one more player, if you're okay with it. And it's kind of funny because sometimes when you look at players who come up in the NHL and they have the same last name, so Lucas Reichel, his uncle, Robert Reichel, Toronto Maple Leafs fans will remember him. This is just a guy, though, Steele, and I don't know why no one is really talking more about him to me. He has 46 points in 51 games in the AHL this season for Rockford. Yeah. And in 11 games, he's already been effective for the Blackhawks at the NHL level, putting up two goals and four assists. Again, this is the guy who jumped right to the top of my list. So I know Noah Cates is a bit on the peripheral, mm -hmm. and Carter Hart will be tough to keep if you have another couple of goaltenders. But to me, Lucas Reichel, if you have a minor slot, that was the other thing I wanted to mention. In my keeper league, you have three minor eligible slots. Yeah. So if a guy is projected to be in between or maybe not play a full season, Lucas Reichel is the perfect guy for that slot. I don't know, Steele. 17th overall, I think this guy is going to be a sniper in the NHL, and I really, really think the Chicago Blackhawks are going to be invested in this guy and put some good pieces around him over the next couple of years with all these draft picks they're going to get. Yeah, hey, look, he's got six points in 11 games this year for the Chicago Blackhawks as well. So he's making yep. a little bit of a, you know, taking a step forward. A guy on the Chicago Blackhawks yes. who I really like is Taylor Radish as well. He's had a very yeah. decent season, up to 20 goals, yep. 33 points on the season. He's 25 years old, so a little bit, yeah, I guess, a little bit older than some of those uh, younger guys, but he actually, it's funny. He actually leads the Chicago Blackhawks in points. Now, obviously after trading 
Patrick Kane and Max Domi, but <laughs> leads the team with 33 points. That's how bad the Chicago Blackhawks have had it this season. Yeah, good for you know what? Good for him. And Taylor Radish, though, is going to be a valuable piece. And don't sleep on some of these situations yeah. with teams that, yeah, they're awful. But there's going to be a couple of good young players getting a lot of opportunity with the best situations that these teams get. And Lucas Reichel is going to be one of those. And just let's just run the tape back next season when Lucas Reichel has a beast mode year and is in the mix for the call. We'll run it back. I'm going to go. I'm going to go there. But speaking of going there, can you take us to big time bets? Because men's are trying to pay these bills. Steve. I will take us to big time bets. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform every single morning, Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning is when you can find our episodes. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. We love all of our listeners out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Flip, real quick, before we do get to Mm. big-time bets, I do want to skim over to our fan listener league. Was hoping we weren't going to do that, but okay. <laughs> we're going to skim by it real quick, but we got a shout out to some of these guys because we're in the last week. We're in the last week of the regular yep. season. Next week, the playoffs start. Got to give a shout out to our top eight players who are heading into the playoffs. Getting pucks in deep. Whiskey Deeks, tucking Tucks and Pillows, Salary Arbitration, the Golden Girls, Coochie Coochie mm. Coo. The Locomotive 2.0, that's myself, and Leon's Fire Pandas. Those are the team names. Uh, Shout out to all eight of you guys out there. Flip! Flip! It didn't happen this year in our inaugural uh, Fantasy Hockey League with our listeners out there, but you'll be back and better than ever next season. I think I got caught up in all the Samorkin (laughs) hype. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was because we were drafting live on air. No excuses, Steele. Not a good team put together by me. And that's just one of those things that you learn. You got to focus on all the categories if you're in a categorical league. Yes, sir. Because if you load up on one way and you lose every week by, you know, you know you're not going to get two or three categories, it'll catch up to you. It caught up to me. Shout out to next season and shout out to all the listeners out there who were interested in a league with you and I steal. If you'd be interested in another league next season, hit us in the comments, hit us in the DMs. We're going to do a bigger league next year, I think, with our listeners, Steele. We're going to be in a live draft with our listeners. It'll be a few bucks on the line, maybe. We'll do a live draft. If you're interested in one of those, hit us in the comments in the DMs because I think Steele and I are going to cook up something real special for next season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A lot is still in the development stage for next season, but we're definitely upping Upping the ante, it's going to be a a little bit of a bigger buy-in. It's going to be more players in the draft as well. We had 12 players. Might get up to 14, maybe even a little bit higher than that because we had a lot of guys DM us on Twitter trying to join this fantasy league. So we had a lot of of people wanting to be a part of this. So we're going to try to squeeze some more players in for next season. Uh, We're going to have to figure out a way uh uh to uh of how we're going to keep these guys in as well but it's been an absolute blast so far been a great great season for our first season doing this with our listeners out there so thank you guys so much again last week of the regular season playoffs around the corner so if you're listening right now i've got my eyes on you i've got my eyes on you baby because i'm coming for that w against our (laughs) listeners out there thank you so much again for tuning in for today's episode let's get over to big time bets where the money is made and Mm. flip if you don't mind, I would love to start us off. Because I know you're I know you're gonna love this first pick. You might even have this pick. I something tells me I do, Steel. Hit me. You what probably do, you do. 
It's the first game of the night. Florida Panthers and Montreal Canadiens over mm. six and a half goals in this matchup. We already know that a ton of goals are being scored both sides, both ways for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. But if you look at the numbers, if you look at the numbers, the last six games between the Florida Panthers and Montreal Canadiens have gone well over the number. I'm talking mm -hmm. about 11 goals in the matchup, 12 goals in the matchup, 13 goals in the matchup. So last six games between these two clubs have been over the number. Give me the over six and a half goals between the Canadians and Panthers. Absolutely love it. And actually eight of the last 10 overall between these two yes, have gone have. over the number. And you know what? I don't usually do this, but because we're on the same topic, uh, the Montreal Canadiens have looked ragged lately. And, <laughs> you know, they had that magic run to the cup steal. Good for them. That was a magic team. They're rebuilding now. It's a whole different situation. And yep. it's time to fade this team hard down the stretch. <laughs> Panthers, puck line. Lock of the night out, early steal. The last two games, the Florida Panthers have put up 13 goals, winning 7-2 and 6-2. Now they're in a spot where they need to win every game that they're up against a clearly weaker opponent. And yeah. for minus 133 on the puck line, I think that just indicates what Vegas is thinking as well. And I think this is a smash show for the Florida Panthers. And I was going to sprinkle a couple of bucks on the top guys for Hagee. Kachuk, even some of the juggling around with Duclair and otherwise, but I think it's a big night for the Florida Panthers. And I jumped to the lock early, but I hope you're okay with that. No, I, I, I'm totally okay with that flip. I, I, I was leaning that way as well in that matchup because mm. look, Perfect. look Florida's, Florida's been the better team. I like that pick as well. Wait, that was your lock of the night? Yeah, that was my lock of the night so if you want me to run in reverse see this, yeah this go in reverse new, go in reverse turn. let's do that hey look anytime assist and it banged very early and i love it oh, because first 20 I think seconds I'm like first nine, 20 seconds baby yeah i i think i'm nine for nine on betting on Sidney crosby on this show and maybe it yep. just goes to show you sometimes when the i know there's all kinds of angles to taking underdogs and looking for the best odds but sometimes just knowing the best player is in a good situation. That's fine too. And if the odd isn't great, parlay it. So when I look at Sidney Crosby's Penguins heading into the New York Rangers, who have allowed a lot of goals, more than I think we've expected from yeah. the best goalie in the league, still in my opinion, in Shesterkin. Anyway, the New York Rangers in 80 games faced, Sidney Crosby has 38 goals and 64 assists for 102 <laughs> points. In his two games this year against the Rangers, two points in each. You know where I'm headed, baby. Give me the multi-point night from Sidney Crosby for a good odd. Over 1.5 anytime points. That's my second pick of the night, Steel. I like that one a lot, especially since he's already done it twice this season. And look, every time it's Crosby, baby. It's fucking it's Crosby, baby. So you got you gotta I, go with I've, it. I've been anytime cash with that one. over over yeah. one and a half points. You gotta go with Crosby. I like that pick a lot. Uh, my second pick of the night, I'm taking Predators on the money line against the Blackhawks. I'm also okay. considering the under in this game as well. The Predators have won okay. the last five matchups against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, and four of the four yeah. out of the five of the last matchups have gone under the number as well. Or sorry, three out of the last five have gone under the number as well. Uh, so. I'm, I'm considering taking the under, but I'm taking the Predators on the money line because they've won their last five in 
uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks. But my lock of the night, this is by far my favorite pick uh, the last little while, actually. Clayton Keller, anytime goal against the Vancouver Canucks. This might be, I know we did an episode a while ago about who are the most underrated and overlooked players. Clayton Mm. Keller might be the most underrated player in the NHL right now. Mm. 19 points in his last 12 games. He's currently on a six-game point streak. He's got 12 points in the last six games, and he's got five goals in the last three games alone. So Underrated for sure, Steele. Underrated for sure. He is firing on all cylinders right now. I know it's the Arizona Coyotes, but look, Mm. the Coyotes are also at home too. So I'm also considering taking the Arizona Coyotes on the money line. They're 18, 11, and four. I know, I know. They're 18, 11, and four at home. So they love playing in Arizona. But again, that's they're also, true. They're also catching the Vancouver Canucks at a very not so good time because the Canucks are on a five game win streak of the, for themselves. But Clayton Keller, anytime goal, that is my lock of the night. I like that one, Steele, because also the Vancouver Canucks have been involved in three high-scoring games over the last four. And yeah, they're only allowing a couple, so maybe that doesn't go with your Clayton Keller pick, but he's so hot, so I love it. And honestly, the Vancouver Canucks have bought into Rick Tockett's scheme already. They're playing yep. a much more physical, defensive brand of hockey. And in that five-game win streak, they have beat some really good teams. And before mm-hmm. that, in the last seven, they beat Dallas twice, Nashville once, Toronto once, Ottawa once. And it'll go one against Anaheim. That doesn't really count <laughs> unless it's in the standings. Anyway, on the road, feeling Vancouver very much against Arizona. I know they've played better at home, and I think this might be a one-goal game. So yeah. maybe I would even lean to Arizona on the puck line, plus one and a half if you really want to cop out. But I think, what's the odd here? Sorry. Money line, minus 140. Love Vancouver on the money line tonight for a decent odd. Yeah, definitely a decent odd. I actually went on to game time at the last minute, bought tickets for that Vancouver Canucks Dallas Stars the other day, got there, and it was was an absolute incredible atmosphere. Uh, It's good to see that, you know, the Canucks fans are kind of turning to things. Obviously, it's been a very uh, terrible season, but Thatcher Demko's back. He's playing great hockey. The team overall, like you said, are, are buying into Rick Tockett's scheme mm-hmm. uh, and play-by-play going forward for the Vancouver Canucks. So it was a great atmosphere to be in there. Great game to watch as well for, against the Dallas Stars. But that's what we're looking at for. Big-time bets. Flips feel in the Vancouver Canucks on the road. Mm-hmm. Clayton Keller, anytime goal is my lock of the night. Flip, just one last time. What is your lock of the night again? Panthers puck line going to smash the Canadians tonight. Going to smash the Montreal Canadiens. Love to hear that. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. For your second listen, though, check out Game to Game. Every moment, every performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On hosts can deliver. Again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.